This is Housebound. I'm Chris. I'm Holly. I'm Ashlyn. I'm Greg. And you're invited. Hello, and welcome to Housebound, a podcast we made because we needed company. In it, we talk about what's on our minds, and today we're going to be talking about high school happenings. We've previously done an episode on some of our elementary school experiences and some of our college and university experiences. So now we're back to the middle in high school and September is just right around the corner here. So it's a great time to be talking about this. I think it's on back to schools on everyone's brains right now. It's the unholy trinity of education episodes. Yeah. I'm looking at all four of our little floating heads on our video chat that we're doing right now and uh, remembering everyone's, the little bit I know about everyone's high school experiences. And from what I know, they're all vastly different from each other. Uh, So I think we'll have some good stories. So uh, why don't we all just kind of share, where'd you go to high school? Uh, And what's something memorable about your high school experience? Well... I grew up in Riley, a small little town in Alberta, and that's where I did all of my schooling. So, well, almost all of my schooling. And so my high school experience, quote unquote, was a junior high high school um, put together. And so we had grades 7 to 12 in the actual school. But what I consider high school is just grades 10, 11, and 12. Um, The memorable experiences. Uh, There were many, but my most memorable experience is probably, uh, it was alluded to in one of our previous episodes and we said that we would tell it here. So I'll, I'll just tell it now. So we had a French teacher in grade 10. I think I was in grade 10 that she really disliked children, just really hated kids all together and so it was really unfortunate because she had like a couple people that she liked and I guess this is still the experience with her because she still teaches there um or I guess not anymore because they're doing some different stuff anyways sidetracked um she yeah she really disliked children and so we had a really poor experience with her and hated going to French class which is unfortunate because French is like a good skill to have in your life um but as as an entire class I think there were only three people left out so a class of about 30 uh we got together and we were like we are going to not go to French anymore so we went on oh wow we went on strike uh, and we just did whatever we want dur- wanted during that period. But a lot of us like left and we- left school grounds and went uptown and got slushies or whatever. And just, it was right after lunch, if I recall. And so we just took an extra long double period lunch basically. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we did this for a few days <laughs> and then our vice principal came to us and was like, guys, like what is happening here? I don't. <laughs> you can't just leave. We're actually in charge yeah, of our, right? your safety and where you are. And, yeah. and we were like, well, we're not we're not staying there. She's awful and she hates us and we hate her and we're not going there anymore. And so he was like, okay. Yikes. What what kind of uh solutions can we come up with here? And a few of us were like, well, there's no like literally no fine arts in our school. So if you gave us an art class or like dance or music or something like that, that'd be great. Uh, We'd go to that as long as she wasn't teaching it. (laughs) Um, uh, And so he was like, okay, give me a couple of days. You don't have to go to French, but you do need to stay on the school property. And so we promised that we would stay on the school property. And he came back and we had three options at that point. Um, we could take gym, a second gym class, physical education, or we could go to French, or we could take a class that they just deemed option class. Um, And in the option class, this was only a class until they figured out uh, an art class for us because um, music, I think, was probably too expensive and dance is too, way too out there for a small town Alberta. 
school. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in option class, we watched movies with our English teacher and painted ceiling tiles. And I think I got 99% because she told me that she couldn't give out 100%. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the next year they had an art class all made for us and it was prepared. And so we made a difference with our unhappiness. Like it was, it was very empowering. What is that class called now on your transcript? Just option Option class? class. Yes, it is called option class. Wow. Like the Twilight As someone Zone. Someone who was previously in the College of Education, I have no idea how they did <laughs> that. I think they mostly just wanted us to stay at school. So, yeah, <laughs> but there's no curriculum for options. No, yet. there certainly <laughs> so wasn't. It yeah. was what movie do we want to watch out of this stack of my English teacher's movies that she brought to school? <laughs> and that Mice and Men or of Mice and Men. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, there were some good ones. I think that's where I watched one of my first Harry Potter movies. Mm. Uh, and Weird. Yeah, and then it's we... It's a book. It's we based painted, off of literature. Yeah. We painted ceiling tiles that had nothing to do with the movies that we watched. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. My brain is still reeling on how they managed to do that. I would... I would not want to be the principal in that situation. As much as I can completely understand why you guys did what you did, that would be such a tense situation to find yourself. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine that we made their lives easy. But I mean, Mm -hmm. as soon as they asked us (laughs) to stop going off of school property, we did. Like, we were were a pretty good bunch of kids. We just banded together and to write an injustice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, to get a group right. of I whenever Holly tells this story, I always immediately think of her elementary school and like grade seven or grade eight or grade nine kids. But these are like grade ten or eleven or twelve kids, which mm-hmm. like not that much older, but when you make that leap from I'm gonna speak of it from a city perspective where we have elementary up to grade eight and then high school is grade nine, but mm-hmm. grade nines are kind of like looked down upon by the rest of the 10s, 11s, and 12s because they're <laughs> newbies. When you make that leap from grade seven or eight to grade 10-ish, there's quite a maturity jump there, even though, you know, like we could argue for days about whether those kids are much more mature than the younger kids, but like there is an actual age jump and like a... a uh, an awareness of the world and and all of that comes with those couple of extra years and mm-hmm. and so to have those grade 10ish grade 11ish students like all agree on something and be like committed and passionate about it uh it's just mind-boggling to me because in our high school like we went i don't know we had like five or six different classes a day and some of the kids weren't in the same class as us cuz some kids would go to drama and the other kids that didn't want to do drama went to art or whatever. And so you wouldn't see some of the kids. So you would never have had that time to band together and nor would any high school students that I would have known of when I was a high school student desire to join together and right a wrong and like, <laughs> like that's just bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just it's crazy. It's like movie material. It and is. like bad, like ha- like like Hallmark movie, like <laughs> Hallmark movie material. I don't know if there was a love story in there at all. There's no Hallmark no. Christmas movie. Also, okay. it was well, spring. Feel good so movie material leave. then. Yeah, they banded together to coming of age to <laughs> yeah. take down the French. To take down the French. <laughs> Yikes! I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. For me, I guess, with my high school experience, um, the high school I went to started at grade seven and went up to grade 12. And there was no like junior or senior high. It was just all labeled high school. Um, Crazy. And uh, so that was and I moved there. um, So essentially we moved to the school was located in North Africa and my parents were both teachers. And so then we moved to the school and probably the very first day of high school was probably the worst day of high school. Um, we, well, we that's good that there. it got better. After it did that. get better. <laughs> yeah. But we got there like the day before. So we were like super jet lagged. 
Um, oh, yeah. And uh, and my parents didn't know exactly what they were going to be teaching. The school was kind of doing it on sort of a last minute sort of thing. I think it was depending <laughs> on which slots they could fill. So my dad was potentially, I think, oh, going to teach like computer uh, computers oh. or something like that or grade mm-hmm. four. So, you know, it's a bit of a <laughs> Those leap. Those are different. Um, yeah, so, you know what? No, no, that's pretty similar. It's, yeah, yeah, they're exactly so, the same. Uh, but, and then uh, it was also summer there, so very hot. Um, and the, the AC was only in the second floor of our kind of little um, row townhouse that we were in. And... Uh, and it was also Ramadan, so everyone was fasting during the day and no shops were open until late. Mm. Um, and so we, yeah, we got to school the next morning and I went to my first class. It was just kind of chaos because I still didn't know exactly where classes were and everything. I think everyone kind of knows that first high school day experience where you're still like, you're kind of lost and you're sort of, you know, you're in a whole new world and you're trying to figure out, okay, now where's my class and where, so. Never mind you, also being in another culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, well, my experience with that is at least everybody around me was speaking English. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. was it in different it language? Was, no, everyone was there it was spoke uh, English because the, the school was in English. Oh, it was okay. international oh, okay. school. But there was still like gotcha. pretty well, like a good chunk of the people there were locals. So they spoke um, uh, Arabic as right. well. So, um, but yeah, and so I went to my first class, and then um, somebody uh, called out a bunch of students from the class, kind of midway through, and uh, they said, "Kate, you need to go home because you're not wearing a uniform." And so they oh, they no. they pointed me actually toward the gate at first, and so I walked toward the gate, and I was like uh because the principal was actually standing in front of the gate and i was like i i'm like i'm greg and uh like uh, my parents are teachers here this is actually not the way to my house it's the other way so oh no she was like oh, okay yeah uh she, i guess they had forgotten to send us the memo that that they were planning on doing uniforms that year and so oh. like everybody needed to get uniforms and all of that so holy that was smokes. like a whole nother thing and so get kind of, out. you know yeah <laughs> so, oh no and uh, yeah, and then uh, okay, wait, what grade was this that you were this in? This is grade eight. So it was a grade um, eight for you. That seems yeah. awkward I mean, already. Yeah, and then I know like well, no, I mean like ugh. you're old enough to fend for yourself, but at the same time, it's yeah. still like and then that's I think they, super intimidating. She yeah. let me go back to classes just because like we didn't know or anything. So, but it's still weird. You're kind of like the little black sheep, you know, uh, because everyone else is like wearing uniforms and you know is uh is is where they should be and so oh, and so i know awkward. arabic class was crazy uh, like hearing that i had to learn all of these things by like the next day or something like that you know and learning oh, i no. think i had to learn the alphabet by the next day and i was like uh i know it starts uh, with no. alif because that's like a so <laughs> but oh, after no. that i don't know so yeah it was just it was crazy and very exhausting and tiring i'm pretty sure I probably cried just due to like fatigue and like just tiredness. So you're so tired and stressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But after that, after that first day, once we got a uniform. Was your twin at least with you? (gasps) Yeah. I think Mark, I can't remember if he was like in the same, because I know that they split the grades and he may have been in a different Oh no! Uh, so you were alone at the time, or like class at the time. I can't. I can't. I honestly can't remember. I feel. Yeah, I feel like that would be something that you would remember if you if you and Mark experienced that together. You'd be like, yeah, and, and I, I looked at my twin, we were, and we had a I, look of shock. You know? Yeah, yeah. I can't. I honestly can't remember. I know that we mm-hmm. have. We eventually like went and found. I found our parents and talked about it but yeah it was it was a crazy day uh, yeah you're right it was only uphill from there so we were able to i was able to learn the alphabet by the end of the week and you know oh, and yeah. move forward and uh yeah now wow. i know my abcs and next time i'll wear a uniform so yeah <laughs> yikes yeah. what was the uniform i think yeah. it was just like a white shirt and uh like blue or black pants or something like that. Like mm. it was pretty straightforward, but it, yeah. It didn't have like the school emblem. Um, on they it did or that I think like in a that. later year where they got gave people like badges or whatever that they had to get sewn on. Um, mm. but mm. yeah. 
that so, this was the first year that they were doing uniforms? I think they had done it before, but the thing about the school is that they are super stringent on the rules at the beginning, and then by the end, like kind of like halfway through the year, people are slowly kind of rebelling a bit, and then eventually <laughs> it just transitions into nobody's wearing the uniform by the end of the year. So <laughs> That's so funny! Um, yeah. Everybody's so. running around the school naked. <laughs> not quite. It's just um, not the fight that the teachers want to have. They're exactly. like, there are things that are worth more than fighting over your uniform. Yeah. By yep. the middle. So, That's yeah, funny. So that was my uh, my experience. So yeah. hmm. that'd be so tough. Yeah. My goodness. Yes. I went to high school in Saskatoon, where we still currently are. And there are dozens of schools in Saskatoon and so it's this whole interesting culture that I didn't realize about even though I was in elementary school sports you know that there's other elementary schools out there there's maybe a little bit of competition but like nobody like maybe the basketball teams will kind of hate each other or something like little spats but like it's elementary school nobody cares when you get into high school that was a culture that I was not braced for where there is uh not hatred of other high schools in the city but just like it's fierce competition like specifically i'm talking about within the sports communities of the schools but Mm. but yeah it was just that was a thing that's just a guy i guess a side note but it was just something that was really bizarre uh that i it took me until like into grade 10 or 11 to really come to grasp with because i was always kind of still like really like the teachers are gonna (laughs) beak the other schools during the classroom sessions like during the actual classes it's not just the students that's just interesting so and i know the teachers were probably like try to get on our good side by doing it but yeah. yeah it was just weird did your uh like if you were on a tech team for music your drama musical or something did you hate the other tech team from the other schools <laughs> drama musicals that that's not i'm not familiar or i'm not aware that that happened <laughs> or the chess uh, or the debate club did you have a debate club we didn't have a debate club <laughs> oh, no that's not, not as that fun. i or or maybe we did for like one year when i was there like there when i was there and i feel like everybody probably has these kinds of stories it was kind of a season of like i was in high school okay so in in the city high school is grade 9 10 11 12 and so when i was in high school those four years there was constantly uh you know, 75% of the things were the same and had always been the same and were going to continue forward the same. But there was a good like 25% of the activities or happenings in the school that were slowly in a transition period from what used to be to what they wanted it to be now. And then there was another portion of that 25% of those things that were transitioning from what they currently were to what they would be. And so it was like, most of the things were concrete and set in stone, but there was constantly this like, uh, well, we're slowly, you know, we're trying to work towards having a school uniform kind of thing, you know, mm. uh, not that we actually did. I'm just using Greg's example, mm. of course, but um, yeah, so it, that was interesting. But um, so all that aside, I think one memorable thing for me was uh, I was in grade... 10? Yeah, it would have been grade 10. I decided to join the uh, ambassadorship group for the school, which was a small, it was it was just one of one of the many clubs that you could join. And uh, this club was the one that had probably about a dozen kids in it at any given year. It wasn't terribly large. Uh, it wasn't anything like the senior we called them senior ring and pin it was like the male and female lead of the student council and they were usually grade 12 Mm -hmm. students uh that led the the student council that planned the different activities but the bear ambassadors which is what we called ourselves because our school mascot was the bears um we were responsible for basically hosting the energy at the events so the the uh, student council would go ahead and plan a football well, okay i guess they wouldn't even plan the football game they would just plan to arrange for there to be buses to take kids from the school to the football game that the senior football team was having uh and then the uh, ambassadorship group would be the ones that showed up alongside with the students and brought the mascot and brought 
um, the rest of the ambassadors that could be there uh, had their shirts on that signified them as being part of the ambassador team and they were the ones that would like work their way through the crowd and like start the waves and and start the and like be just be like the energy for the events um and so then the first time when you said energy be the energy at the event i was thinking that you would like put out the crystals and make sure that everyone's auras were clean oh gosh energy (laughs) oh no i was thinking of like running extension cords oh yeah like literal energy That's funny. Yeah. Uh, no, like mostly what I would. Okay. So what I'm getting to is, is the, the best part about this for me anyways, was that there was a mascot and the mascot yeah. was tall. Like it was a tall suit and it, because I was one of the taller and I think one of only two or three guys out of the dozen of us that were in that, um, ambassadorship group, uh, n- most people were wary to 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 put on the mascot because you get into it and you get sweaty and then disgusting. it gets cleaned Ew. once a year but it has to get Ew. sent to Regina or something to get Ew. like dry cleaned or whatever Ew. and so Ew. otherwise Ew. it just stays in the ambassador room or whatever um in its box so or you its want closet the same or whatever person, and so it's their sweat every time yeah i mean unless you're really excited to like put on a costume and it's like the sweat's dried up by then yeah. so you just kind of do it and what? It's, Yo, it guys, it's not that big so of a bad. deal. You guys put on Did your bicycle so helmets bad? without washing them all the time. They have those little hey, felt pads that you I've never think about. People's hockey bags. Did it smell like a hockey bag? Because that's like gag worthy. Yeah. It was never as potent as a hockey bag, but I can understand what you're saying. So yeah, I wouldn't <gasps> want to wear somebody else's work. Or hockey gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line is, I got to be the mascot. And I pretty much reserved that right because of all of the reasons and reactions you <laughs> yeah. were giving me right now. Uh, and it was it was great. It, loved it. it had nothing to do with the fact that you were anonymous, essentially, because nobody could really see into the outfit because you did need people walking with you. It was a little bit spatially difficult to comprehend where you were having this big mascot thing on your head. But you were also in this full it was like a full um onesie Onesie. and then you had mitts on so you couldn't really pick anything up um yeah just smack people in the face yeah it was super fun we would like run around at school events uh and we'd like high five kids and kids other other students would want to get photos with us and there'd always be like the uh there'd always be the the quirky kids that wanted to hug you or whatever and it's like fine it's whatever there's like a whole mascot in between me and them and it doesn't don't really care uh it was just fun (laughs) to be there and be energetic and have nobody know who you were and and uh sorry i guess i guess that makes it sound like the anonymity of it was was enticing but Mm -hmm. like it literally had nothing to do with that for me it was just fun to do that Mm -hmm. uh like fun to be a part of things because i liked to be a part of things and so um yeah that's something that i did for grade 10 11 and 12 what was your uh, mascot's name you don't know it (gasps) you don't know it you were the mascot and you don't know its name (laughs) well i'm trying to ran up to you they were like bear well, I think it was like Barrington <laughs> or something like that, because um, I remember asking if the mascot had a name mm-hmm. and the people that I asked were like uncertain as to whether there was an official name for it or whether they just called it the bear. But like we had a like we had like an internal name that we would refer to him. But I think it was something yeah. like something like Barrington the bear or something like that. Like it's it was pretty it was pretty cheesy and it wasn't. I mean, they yeah. always are. That's why I wanted to yeah. hear it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that was that's that's uh, that's one of that's my highlights. Cool. So I went to high school in Warman, um, and I moved to Warman halfway through grade eight. Was it city Warman or town Warman at that point? I transitioned halfway through. Oh, nice. Okay, so we're getting like a good mix of experiences here. I love it. Yeah, so it was really growing at the time that I was there. So there was new students pretty much every year. Um, but yeah, I, I moved to Warman halfway through grade eight, but, uh, I didn't start attending, uh, the school there until the start of grade nine. So I would start in the, you know, beginning of what was high school. Cause that was nine to 12. Um, I in school was a, a terribly 
not terribly, but I was a particularly shy person. I wasn't one for, um, like, goofing off in class. I was a pretty big nerd. I got good, pretty good grades. <laughs> Partially because I sucked up to teachers a lot. Refer to elementary school podcast for more stories about that. Um, <laughs> that definitely helped. But, uh, yeah, I, I did well in school and enjoyed it. And so I hung out with a lot of the other um, female nerds. There was a separate, like, male nerds club. <laughs> oh. club but, you know, click. Yeah. Like, unofficial um, grouping. Yeah. But, honestly, I am so, so, so grateful for the friends that I made mm. in high school. Um, in the very beginning of grade nine, there was another new girl who had just moved to the town as well named Robin. And so we um, met each other on like the very first day of school and were inseparable throughout high school. Nice. So I pretty much like um, was called Robin or Ashlyn. Because <laughs> teacher would, teachers would screw up our names constantly or we'd get handed each other's homework and just switch. It, we're that kind of like um, couple that just like we always... We, planned all of our classes with what yeah. classes nice. they were taking and, and always sat together and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was lots of fun. But I also made a, a ton more friends in uh, high school. My maid of honor and one of my bridesmaids at my wedding were both friends that I met in high school. So I'm really, really grateful for them. And they made the new school experience a lot better. Mm. Um, but being someone who is more of an academic who's not very sportsy. Um, I wanted to be able to get involved in something. And so Robin and I were both involved in the welcoming committee, which I think is similar to your energy club or whatever you're calling it. I'm sorry. <laughs> the ex the, the extension cord. Crystal place. Yeah. So the welcoming committee would help out at like school events with um, like when sports teams were staying over, you'd like show them where their classroom was and mm. where they could get different supplies or sell tickets at events, things like that. Hospitality. Oh, sorry, hold up. What do you, when, sorry, why were, were sports teams staying over at your school? Like, yeah, yeah, did that not happen to you? this is rural schools. Yeah. Whoa, no, this is not a thing. Days. No, 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 no. We're in the city when I like I grew like because I grew up in the city. All the high schools were like in the city, and everybody lived generally in the yeah. city. So exp explain really quickly if you can, without me derailing you too much. Well, I uh, think Holly and I what... probably have the same experience. Absolutely, sure. Rural yeah. schools. Sure. So your school community of like other schools yeah. that you're competing against for sports and arts and different things are all long distances away from you and they don't live right. in the same area. So they would have to yeah. bus in with all of their mm -hmm. equipment for whatever they're doing, mm -hmm. stay at either the high school on like cots or whatever the high school had or stay in a local hotel. And mm -hmm. then they okay. would just like store a lot of their stuff at the high school. And that usually they would get their own classroom as kind of like a locker room, quote mm -hmm. unquote, oh, uh, to be able to I store see. bags. And, I thought they like, like went to school with you for like, like it was like a week long thing. No, where they, like, no, it was usually just like <laughs> just over a weekend for like okay, a basketball okay. tournament or whatever. Okay, okay. But I right, did that sense. and we Continue. had in, in city schools too. We had a couple, a few tournaments in schools that were in large cities and they hosted us. Like we had a, a classroom to sleep in and stuff. Well, because you were mm -hmm. from out of town, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm surprised okay. that your school never encountered that. Not to my knowledge, but it like it's it's possible. Like I mean, we always did football or basketball or whatever against other teams in the city, right? So interesting. Yeah. And at the time when I went to Warman High School, I don't know if this is still the case, but we had the largest high school gym in Saskatchewan. Oh wow. So really even bigger than the city schools. It has like a large running track that runs around the second Ooh. floor of the gym. It's absolutely massive. So That's we did a crazy. lot of sports events. Is it like a multiplex yeah. kind of situation? I don't know the definition of multiplex, but it was It's just really like big. one of those giant centers that has like a running track and it also is like connected sometimes to like a library and that the whole town or city also uses the lot like I don't know it had there was like a separate workout room next to the gym area mm -hmm. um which there was like big dividers that you could put up to separate the different areas of the gym and then a huge running track yeah. around the second level huh. so but there wasn't yeah. but it wasn't like a public it wasn't a public space it was a 
school oh, no, space. No, people from the community would like get passes to walk around. Oh, the okay. Track, yeah, so that's like ba- that. that's basically what I'm thinking of as regards to a multiplex. But mm-hmm. yeah, and as anyways. students, you were al- allowed to use the track whenever the school was open, mm-hmm. which included mm-hmm. a lot of time right after school. It was open for quite a few hours, so you'd yeah. be able to just like go for a run on the track afterwards. Nice. And that's kind sure. of where I started running because it was just it was so nice. The floor yeah. was like the perfect amount of squish, so your knees don't hurt as much. Yeah. And it's nice and yeah. big, so you're not constantly turning corners. It was really nice. Hmm. Cool. Um, but what I was most involved with in high school was drama. I loved it. Um, <laughs> drama. Also yeah. see elementary yeah. school episodes for more drama from Ashlyn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different guy. Um, so we, um, I joined drama very first thing in grade nine for the extracurricular drama and we did a play it was so much fun um and then in grade 10 our school for the very first time started competing in one act festivals so if you're not familiar with that saskatchewan has a one act uh festival competition that schools can enter there's regionals and then the winners from regionals can move on to provincials and there's adjudicators who are like prominent local uh, directors and artists who will um, adjudicate these one-act plays, which are generally between like 20 to 40 minutes long. So they're shorter, but still a large production. That's awesome. We had one-act plays in our high school as well, because we had a whole theater. The thing about Bowman, the school that I went to, was that it was like a big uh, drama slash arts slash like music uh, school, not that other schools in the city didn't have those, but this one specifically had a theater built onto it and like a band room and everything. There, mm-hmm. like it's like its main thing was like skewing towards the art side of things. Not that they didn't have good sports programs, but that drama was a big thing. And so we would have one acts there. And I remember that one night we had a one act, like they would show several in a row. And yeah. one of the one acts was like 15 minutes and all the other ones were like five-ish minutes. And that 15 minute one was so long. I was like, this is one act. We need to be done this now. <laughs> so how did you manage 20 to 40 minute one acts is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just impressed. Yeah. In our, our, our grade 10 year was the very first year our school had ever competed in the Saskatchewan one act um, competitions. That's so cool. And so we were with another uh, set of rural schools. Um, and so it was, I believe, in Ro- Rosetown where we were competing for um, for uh, our regionals. And our play in grade 10 was about a school going to a one act festival. <laughs> <laughs> So we had never been before. So it was a bit of like irony because it's all these new kids pretending to be like seasoned professionals. That's so great. It was a lot of fun. I played Mm -hmm. two different characters. Um, And it was this play about like different schools competing against each other. It was super fun. Uh, So we went to um, regionals and we won regionals, which was super exciting. So we got to go to provincials, which was in Regina. And you get to... compete on the big Regina theater stage at the university. Oh, that's so nerve-wracking. And uh, it was thrilling. We didn't win uh, provincials, but they also give out awards to individual actors. So I Mm. won some awards at regionals. And it was just, it was a really positive experience for us. And we all got to go as a team. And it's this interesting way to make drama into this, like, cool team sport. Where you're all working together towards a common goal. Mm. It was lots of fun. Okay, yeah. But our, 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 uh, our very first time we ever competed was at the regionals in Rosetown. And we were right after, we were a comedy play. And we were right after a play about teen suicide. Oh, oh boy. Bad timing. The theater was like That's silent. And everyone was, there was like snivels in the background. And we were like coming on oh, no. to do this comedy. So we were super nervous. <laughs> so we were happy that we did well. <laughs> I mean, people probably needed it after that. They were like, yep. I would like to think about something else. Yeah. yeah. And then in grade 11, we uh, competed in the city. Uh, we were in in that region, uh, and so we didn't we didn't win regionals, unfortunately. So it, it was just oh. the one festival, and that was it. Mm, and then I in see. my grade twelve year, um, we were in the city again. So we competed in regionals, and we won regionals. We went to provincials, and we won provincials uh, in Fun. my grade twelve year, which is just like so icing thrilling. on the cake. So and the breaking movie. Our school, 
Yeah, the cool thing about school was we had a very small arts budget. So um, it actually worked pretty well with one X because you need something that's easily movable because mm-hmm. you're moving sets all the time. So what's more important than a big budget is a big creative mind and yeah. be able to take simple set pieces, simple props, and be able to move them in different ways. So we had these big black theater boxes that we would stack on top of each other to create kind of dimension and different levels on the Mm. stage where people would be standing over top of them. And we would have like simple props that would be used as multiple different things throughout the show. Our directors, which were just teacher volunteers, were fantastic at coming up with really creative ways to use the the things that we had. It was so much fun. So that was like... That was the peak of my high school was um, doing drama auditions every year. Um, And because there wasn't that many kids that were interested in drama, a lot of people who auditioned ended up getting a role and would be fit in somewhere because there wasn't that many kids. But uh, it was super fun and I made a lot of friends through it. That's super fun. I'm I'm sad that none of the rest of you guys got to compete in one act festivals. Never. I didn't know that that was a thing. Saying like what you were describing as making drama into a team sport. Like I played a lot of team sports and I love drama, but I never did it. I did it through church, but I never got to do it in school because our school barely got an arts program by the time I graduated that I had to fight for. Um, But, (laughs) but I would have friggin' loved that. That's right up my alley. Cause I loved uh, like sports, our our competitive sports. That we were got to team travel based. around, yeah. see a bunch of other plays. Yeah. It was really cool. It was, that would be great. I'm very jealous. For grade 12, for um, us, uh, we moved back to Saskatoon. Mm. And so I kind of finished up high school here. So I got a bit of a flavor for like Canadian high school. Um, and in terms of drama, we didn't do like, yeah, one act plays, but we did do um, like musicals and stuff. And that was that was a lot of fun. But again, it doesn't have that kind of competitive team sort of edge to yeah. it, which definitely sounds like a lot of fun. So what uh, drama did you or sorry, musical did you do or were you not involved with it? We, but the school did yeah. it. Yeah, no, I was in uh, we did White Christmas, Irving Berlin's White Christmas. Okay. Um, and I was my prominent role was the train conductor. So I okay. would uh, <laughs> go through the stage saying uh, Providence, Rhode Island, arriving Providence, you know, and Ooh, uh, still knows his <laughs> yeah. lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I was also backup court like chorus for like doing uh, yeah backup vocals. And I can't harmonize for the life of me. So I kind <laughs> okay. of just. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it sounded like from the audience, but I'm pretty sure it, I didn't help the team much. So. <laughs> yeah. We did the same kind of thing in my high school where when I was in grade nine, that was uh, the on year for every other year where they would do a musical. So it was every two years. So I was in grade nine, we did Oklahoma. So that was really fun. Mm-hmm. I got to be a part of that. Uh, and then in grade 11, we were, uh, they did cabaret and I had zero interest in being involved with that. It was too mature of a, of a play I thought for even what high school should be performing uh, <laughs> but at the same but also for what I wanted to be involved with and I think one of my one of the uh, you know humble brag moments for me in grade 11 was when the or sorry maybe I'm getting this mixed up maybe it was grade 10 and grade 12 I think I think that might have been what the situation was because I was excited that my last year I was also going to be in a be able to be in a musical in my last year at school um, but that never happened because they did uh, cabaret and I didn't want to be involved with it but I did have one of the the drama teachers come to me and be like are you going to audition for this play and I was like no I don't really have an interest in it uh, and they were like okay well we really need some other um, like men. decent men <laughs> actors in this in this play and so I felt kind of like good about it that I by the time I was in grade 12 had been in um, we did Oklahoma. And then I was also in uh, we did a production of Thumbelina in, in a following year. And so like I had at least made a decent name for myself that people knew that I was a 
able to act. We're famous. And, well, it just made it. Ju- it just made me like I was like proud of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that like this is this is great. Like I, I'm glad that you think that I'm like a great or like Thanks, a phenomenal actor no. or <laughs> or just one of the three guys that they needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they yeah. definitely had a lot more interest um, from from the women auditioning. Uh, or from women to audition for the for the drama stuff than they had for guys and so they were always hurting for guys regardless but um i just remember that in grade nine and ten the grade 11s and 12s which we just always referred to them as the seniors uh there were so many guys that were seniors that were just like really they weren't like diehard drama people but they were just so heavily invested in it uh that they Mm. filled out the main cast of oklahoma Mm. for both um, for both casts that we had, wow! Uh, because there was so many guys and 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 there were girls as well. Uh, but it was just like it was really cool to see that there was like an actual energy for it. Besides, by the time I was in grade eleven and twelve, it was like if you weren't a guy that was in basketball or football, then you really like didn't you weren't popular and nobody cared and you know that whole high school um, cliche. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, that was my. One of my finer moments, I guess. Do you, Greg or Holly, do you two have any like happy stories that you want to share with us before we sign off? Because... Greg, Greg did Greg did drama. That was happy. I mean, I guess. Yeah. And he came but he back. was would, that was happy. Like I would I would maybe like I would just say, um, just kind of reflecting on the whole like high school, elementary, and college experiences Mm -hmm. i definitely see how high school the relationships that i made there somehow actually like lasted longer than any of the like relationships that i made in like elementary or college um just because i think elementary like they we were pretty young and we're still trying to like kind of figuring out who we are and Mm -hmm. Um, like I can, I have people from elementary school on Facebook who, you know, I'm friends with on Facebook, but it's just weird. Um, like kind of seeing where they're at. And like, even if I've like engaged in some amount of discussion, it's just like, we're just totally different people from who we were. Right. Like married and two kids deep into the relationship and they're like, just bought a house and you're like, excuse me. (laughs) Working on a master's or working on, you know, um, like in videography, like doing like a, like a thriller movie or something, you know, like, and yeah. so things like that, where it's just like very different streams of like where people are kind of trajectories where people are headed. Whereas I think by high school, you kind of at least get a sense for who you are as a person. And so you get attracted to kind of like-minded people. You're not just mm-hmm. hanging out because you have to. Um, so I feel like um, high school experiences, those friends who I have there are friends who I still have and will like still communicate with. Obviously not everyone, but um, when I compare it to like college where you just kind of go from class to class, you might like talk with some people here and there. You really don't develop those long-term relationships because you're not in the same classes all day Mm -hmm. together. Um, And you're, you know, uh, at all. And you're not even like, it's usually too huge of a city almost mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like yeah um, in its own right to to do that so i think what's cool about high school for me is just that like that those years are what kind of have cultivated really good relationships that i can be like these are friends who i know i will have for um a long time and i can pick up those relationships even if we haven't talked for mm-hmm. a while so i think for holly and i it's it's different than that i think it's probably a lot more of the relationships we've made since high school mm-hmm. whether that be in college or outside of actual college itself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think that, that for me, it was because I was in the city and like, I had friends that lasted for several years outside of high school, but you know, like slowly you start to fall away from those people and you go different directions and you see them now and again at the grocery store and you say hi, but you're not like thinking of them at you know, 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. after you get home from work to like call up and say, hey, let's go for a bike ride anymore. And it's like I kind of reminisce and like miss those days Mm -hmm. at times. And then other other times I'm just like, you know what, you know, like life life moves on. And like if you have those relationships and you've kept them, then that's awesome. That's great. And and keep keep powering through with that. Um, But like, don't let it dissuade you from building new relationships outside of school. And I mean, like now I'm 
11, 12 years out of high school, which is bonkers to think yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but of, but of course, of course, my relationships are going to have changed with those people and I'm going to have made new relationships, you know, so. I have a happy story for you that is um, slightly drama related uh, in... Oh, shoot. Maybe it was grade 11 because I think we did it twice. So my school was the Riley Rebels. That was our um, team's names, all of the teams. And so uh, three of my friends and I, I think it was one of one of my friends initial ideas, but the four of us ran with it. Uh, we decided we had heard about the crisis in Rwanda, the genocide that was happening there. Or that had oh. happened there. And um, okay. we heard about a charity that was specifically giving blankets and food to the women who had been affected by those events. Um, because they were no longer accepted by either groups of group of people. Like the the one group of people was killing off and pillaging and doing terrible things to the other group of people. But once you had the terrible things done to you, then you weren't accepted with your original group of people either. And so there were these, this group of women that couldn't date, wasn't accepted anywhere and then had no way to live basically. And so we heard about this issue and um, got passionate about it. I don't know if that was the first like terrible thing that we had heard in our lives or what, why we were passionate about this and not something else. Mm -hmm. But um we organized a um, basically a talent show for the community where the kids at the school would do um, acts and mm -hmm. we called it Rebel Palooza because we were the Riley Rebels and uh, we made stickers and got food um, donated and everything and then sold tickets and all of the proceeds went to this charity that... Uh, that was for these women. And I think that that's the proudest thing that I've ever, yeah, that I did so in high school. I'm that's you so and cool. how many students? Three, three others. We had a teacher that got in on it pretty, pretty heavily too. Like she helped us with, um, like some of the things that you don't think about when you're a kid, like you actually have to book a venue. Yeah. Right. And right. so she like would, the logistics she would, of it. Yeah. yeah. And she would, but always, she wouldn't do anything on her own though. It was very much ours. She would bring, like these are three venues that we could choose which one do you want these are the prices like That's that so kind of cool. thing and bring it all to mm -hmm. us it was really right. cool yeah and mm -hmm. i still have a sticker from it actually in on our bookshelf here but um yeah i think that that's the yeah. that's the coolest thing that i did i mean i'm proud of my rebel um taking down the french teacher experience as well but <laughs> but the rebel palooza, but rebel was, palooza much better. was better yeah. yeah and then they the school caught on to it because we did it two years in a row and then um mm. once we graduated they continued it i'm not sure if they oh wow continued until now the school has like i mentioned before has having some structural changes um to the way that it works right now so probably not this year but i don't know how long it lasted but i do know that it lasted at least three or four years after we left cool to that's that yeah. super cool yeah it was cool mm -hmm. so there's a happy yeah. story for you <laughs> yeah compared to elementary school where you're just as like even in high school you're still discovering your identity as a person and and in college you're usually there for a very focused not always but usually you're there for a very focused reason you're going for a certain degree or 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 whatever job you're trying to get uh but like high school has the opportunity and and i can speak from my own experience only but i can assume for some others uh it has the opportunity to uh to mature you, you if you allow the the things that come your way during those you know three four five years of your life because you're you're always super impressionable as a kid but when you're in that age and you're starting to like I mentioned earlier starting to be aware of the world around you in ways that you weren't before and just 
like you you recognize a situation and you decide you want to do something about it or you uh, recognize uh, how you interact with other people and you decide you want to change that or pursue it uh, and then that changes that starts to grow who you are as a person and that will continue to change it doesn't have to like immediately and irrever- irrevocably irrevocably is that the word <laughs> I have no idea no, irrevocably define <laughs> irrevocably right irrevocably sure irrevocably i don't think that's how you say it but like okay i'll say it a couple different ways irrevocably (laughs) irrevocably irrevocably (laughs) i don't know i'm just gonna stop there irreverently Uh, irrevocably that's different it doesn't have to concretely and completely define you for the rest of your life like you're totally free to change and grow uh but there are a lot of things about the high school years of my life that have carried through with me to to make me into the person that who i am today and also make me uh aware and how to react to the world as i know to today and and like that understanding has evolved i'm not taking high school as a rule and just running with it because that's like as mature as you need to be. But um, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. The, the things that you can do and the opportunities that come your way at that age uh, and the experiences that you can have. And like, I, I wouldn't trade it. I like, it wasn't all fun and games. Like there were some crappy days, but most of mine wasn't fun and games. (laughs) (laughs) I would not go back. (laughs) <laughs> Zero. Well, I wouldn't. I'm not saying that I wouldn't go back. Uh, I'm just simply saying that I don't know that I would particularly mm-hmm. uh, change any of my what experiences. What you did experience? Yeah. That's yeah, fair. I wish I had experienced like additional things, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 like, I'm, I'm completely sa- satisfied with with my experience from uh, of high school and, um, and what that taught me. I guess. You sure you don't want an Arabic class thrown in there? Where you have to learn the alphabet in one day? Yeah. I took Japanese and that was pretty dope. <laughs> Did you have to so, learn the alphabet in one day? No. No. But there That's are fair. three different <laughs> alphabets that we learned over the course of the, the three years that I took That's in. That's so, so many. Good crazy. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Cool. Thanks for listening. We have a variety of social media channels that we would love to connect with you on. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our Anchor FM page. Hit us up. We'd love to hear about some of your high school experiences. If you have something to share with us, feel free to contact us on any of those social media channels. And on our Anchor FM page, you can leave us audio messages that we could potentially play on a future episode. So yeah, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great week. Bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye.